what's up everybody back of house episode number eight we're, we're getting it we're getting it number eight every week we said we're gonna do it and we're doing it so this week pretty special for me because i got two people in front of me that i really respect people that have we we not only uh are friends but we also are like we, we bounce ideas off each other and i've been a guest on Alyssa's podcast before so i got futures past in the house what's up futures past what's up what's up Hello. was gucci with with futures past in the building in downtown hey. coming from their <laughs> office in national city national Nasty city, city Shit. <laughs> damn okay so we got to find out about that a little bit later but we got futures past in the building today so really stoked to have you guys on thanks for coming over and uh i'll let futures pass kind of give a, a 20 second to 30 second nutshell introduction and, and don't go too far out because i know you guys are badass but don't <laughs> do it just yet because we got a little bit farther on to, to talk about all the cool shit you guys are doing but introduce yourselves to the to the back of house listeners today starting with uh let's start off with Alyssa over here Hey everyone, I'm Alyssa. I am the co-founder of Futures Past. I'm the producer and I also host a podcast of my own called Coffee and Convos. Coffee and Convos. Check it out. Good and show. hello everyone, I'm Adrian Gutierrez and I am a co-owner of Futures Past and I am a cinematographer and photographer. And um, yeah, that's that's 15 seconds. You left out that you're a member of the Long Play Book Club, bro. Oh, yeah. I'm a member of the Long Shit. Play Book Club. <laughs> yeah. That book club membership you got to talk about, dude. We got to plug it. So welcome, guys. Good to have you guys on board at the podcast. So as always, we start off the pod with the very first segment, which we call Sobre Mesa. We pre-picked three articles for today. It's stuff that's just fucking on my radar. Stuff that's just random as fuck. But I do got to start off with the very first... Uh, thing here because i know i know first of all you guys are both big on cars right it's not just one of you like both of you guys are big on cars right yeah and the car culture at futures pass goes so deep that you guys even selected like your your new office actually has like a like <laughs> what do you call that like a garage it's like well yeah it's, it's a garage door <laughs> a but roll up door but it's like a like an office is there a word for offices that you can roll um, your car into yet or i, I always wanted like one of those lofts that had like a car inside on Instagram, I would see like a 70s look on a loft with an old 911. And I'm like, man, that is so cool. Being able to have your car in your office yeah, right next to dope. where you're sitting. And yeah, it just kind of happened. And I had to call my friend Nate with the really cool S2000. Like, hey, do you want to be the first car friend to visit? Hanuit. Like, yeah. yeah. Hanuit, shout out to him. Yeah, shout that out to Hanuit. I don't know him yet. I just know him through yeah. Instagram. Yeah. Hanuit. Dope dude. Yeah. yeah, I got to meet him. But seeing the car Shout there sitting to, next to us i was like well we can fit one behind that one in front i can fit three cars in there you can fit three cars in your yeah. office Holy without moving shit, the bro. couch or nothing yeah. so i was like damn all right this is gonna that's be, nice this is gonna be cool having an office in downtown i can tell you guys i just paid twelve hundred dollars in tickets recently yeah. what yeah i didn't i didn't pay my tickets all of last year yeah just because it it's my vibe you know don't pay your tickets <laughs> That's but mood, my, okay. my my hack is weird though man i got a weird hack i got a weird way of looking at things so i figured like okay if i were to pay for parking in downtown every month it'd be like 200 bucks a month right so 200 times 12 it's a lot of fucking money right and it's like dude i kind of got away with a good deal i actually paid less than if i would have paid for parking and my money's going to fix city shit like hell yeah dude the city <laughs> wins into the yeah city. exactly so i, I kind of view it with the glass half full mentality but yeah dude like parking in downtown sucks so shout out to yeah. to having a fucking rolling garage door in your office yeah. and fitting three cars i'm jealous man <laughs> i have to say so uh we're gonna get into the first topic here so i know you guys are big car fans and uh Recently, one of my favorite brands, uh, M.A. Leon Dor, which I still have like trouble knowing like what exactly, how do you, how the fuck do you pronounce the name? I just mm -hmm. know it's Ame Leon Dor out of New York City. This dope uh, streetwear brand, but that also has like a shop and a coffee shop. They just, they, they, oh, they, they so do sick. things right. You know, they do things right. And they recently just surprised everybody with this Porsche collab. Oh my god! Right? Mm -hmm. Dream collaboration. Dream, right there, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like, dude, like, what the fuck? A, a collaboration with Porsche, and not only that, it was like a true collaboration. Uh, I've been reading up a lot about this collab because I'm just really interested in like the whole like media strategy behind it and everything. And it was like a real collaboration. It wasn't just like slapping on like a logo and a logo on right. a shirt 
right? It was actually doing like a full-on car, like you know. And Ian can talk more about the car because like, mm-hmm. I know you geeked out about it. But what, 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 what Porsche was this again? It was um, a it was a nine six four nine six four Porsche ninety to ninety four. No, beautiful. Eighty nine to like ninety three, nine eleven. Okay, yeah. so they redid the whole interior. They just kind of like reimagined the whole car, and it was just dope because it also was tied into like a capsule collection of like these driving gloves and this Porsche manual, like just incredible. Like from a brand standpoint, I was just like, dude, this is amazing. Like one of the best collabs I've seen. So, did you guys get a chance to look at it? What did you think? From a from an agency standpoint, and also from like a Porsche aficionado and motorist uh, standpoint, what do you guys think? Uh, from an aficionado, I thought it was really really dope. Um, I love custom cars, especially the interior when they actually like go in and like make an, a whole art piece of it. There's this brand called Singer. They redo cars. They cost like five hundred thousand dollars to rebuild the 911, but the specifications of the interior down to the stitching you get to customize everything so the yeah. fact that they did that like they just like went full out that was pretty cool um i didn't really know about the brand until you shared it with me yeah you were like yo you might like this and i f- i saw the video on instagram where they're driving in the snow yeah mm-hmm. that's but crazy I was right like, yo, what is this yeah. like, but i didn't know it was a brand collab i just thought it was just another 911 video and i was like wow that was pretty cool and then you shared that and that's when i was like oh this is a collab and then i saw the video with the car in the coffee shop or like there is it was that their store i i don't know what it was i think it might have been like their pop-up location with the rugs yeah and the, the car inside yeah that was dope dude yeah, i like how simple it was yeah. it was so simple like very i i just love the collab and and um this last weekend in la i saw some dude wearing the the jacket and oh, i was wow. like fucker bro you like to get the jacket. <laughs> yeah just cool. like i was like that's the sickest flex i've seen all weekend just like the am <laughs> i'm a like the jacket 964 was just like whoa dude it looks sick it was really dope but the content was dope right the content yeah. was, it was insane everything about it the, the campaign the way they released it i thought it was really dope and apparently they sent all of the like a bunch of influencers uh they sent them this box with the the because this is one thing i don't know about because i don't own a porsche but what i've understood from porsche the porsche world is that the manuals like the actual like the user manual for the cars are like really like a coveted piece of a Porsche owner's collection. So like they sent like a, a manual of a 964 plus these driving gloves mm. and this like intro letter, like, Hey, like, and that's it. It was so classy. Right. Yeah, it's just super dope. That's I need to look into this brand more. Yeah. The way you explain it, dude, the yeah. brand is dope. Their brand is super dope. I love what they're doing. So, I mean, Damn, dude, I, I just wonder how they did it to get in the in the door with Porsche. And shout out to Porsche for being open to shit like yes. this, right? They're doing some big moves mm-hmm. right now with the whole electric car. You guys went to the opening, right, Adrian. or something? Yeah. I went that to was the all Adrian. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> Adrian, you went to you went to the, the yeah. I went to the Taycan. So um, you became a Porsche that. owner member but without owning a Porsche. Yeah. that's what it was. Yeah, I don't even know how, but uh, um, so I actually do not know how. Uh, I, I know a friend that has a Porsche. He has two of them, like older ones. Fuck, I've been saying Porsche. It's Porsche. Porsche. <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah. dude. And then um, <laughs> you're actually allowed to add someone to your membership. Okay. So he, he was like, hey, do you want to be a member? And I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> so he added me. First event was like within a couple of days. So I, got, I had the chance to go check out this new Taycan, like the insides of like everything the car can do. Mm-hmm. And I got to photograph it. And then... The president of the San Diego Porsche Club was like, "Hey, I'm actually gonna do a write-up. Like, can I, can I have some of the photos? Can I use some of your photos?" And I was like, Dope. "Absolutely!" Because nice. one of my goals is actually to work with Porsche. I want to either shoot Le Mans or something. Um, the 24-hour races. I want to eventually get on the radar, and I feel like I've opened up that that door to like go into that world. And but yeah, the car. I think we want to get a Tesla one day, okay. but I, this car is starting at 150, so it's kind of way out of our budget. <laughs> yeah, it's way fucking expensive, dude. Zero to 60 in 2.6 seconds. Yeah. And it drives like a 911, so those two are just like... That's the thing. My friend uh, Ben, who's on, on uh, episode number three, I believe, or four, uh, shout out Ben, Teslanomics. We were talking about it because he got invited to the event where they did the... So basically, Porsche invited him out to L.A., and they gave him the car for one whole day to drive around. Mm-hmm. And they, they drove a bunch of uh, Taycans up the mountain, and uh, he was saying, like, dude, like, 
huge like, he's a big tesla fan but he's like dude the handling on the car is just ridiculous it just sticks and i remember the first time i drove a porsche uh i went to one of those like tracks where they have like different cars you can so we did a photo shoot for this client who was like hey uh we'll exchange photos in return for like you know you can do you and and your your photographer can do two laps in two different cars i was like fuck yeah dude i'll do that for sure so i selected a lamborghini (laughs) as my first option nice and second option was a porsche gt3 oof dream car bro the porsche just destroy the Lamborghini in terms of the handling. It was just like, I understand why Porsche people love Porsche now a little bit better. So shout out to Porsche. I just think they're doing so much cool shit right now. And, mm-hmm. and really like just stepping it up with like getting involved with the culture more than more, most other brands. I mean, Ferrari kind of did it with like their whole, like remember when people always like all these people had those Puma shoes that had the little Ferrari yeah. logo on it. Yeah. Like Ferrari kind of did it. I mean, they're they're they've been doing it but i mean porsche just stepped it up in my opinion they do so great yeah just in terms of like collaborations and the type of creativity that they put out in creating the content he always sends me the stories he's like check this out check this out best content Mm -hmm. on instagram like everything's so precise german dude german precision so Mm. so good stuff you guys if you guys haven't checked out the uh ame leon door I gotta figure out how the hell you pronounce because my, my French wants to say Doré, <laughs> but it's like Dor. Uh, you guys get, get you guys gotta check out that capsule collection and everything they did because it's it's really fucking dope. So uh, shout out to Porsche. We're gonna move on now to our next topic, which is a really weird one that I found. And honestly, like I don't know if you guys fuck with the the whole uh, shippable mattresses like Casper <laughs> and the tuft and needles, but I have to say I got a Casper myself. I got it, I got it way back uh, five years ago. And, you know, it's it's badass. It arrives in a box, and you pop open the box, and you fucking mattress, dude, just pops out, right? So uh, I read this article about, like, these companies all advertise free returns. Like, sleep on it for 100 days or 90 mm-hmm. days and just return it, right? And everybody's like, oh, dope, yeah, yeah, yeah. But how the fuck do you return a mattress, bro? Never, That's never the question. That. You know what I mean? Like, how the fuck do you return a mattress? <laughs> so this article that I read was like going into like the like, how the fuck does this happen? Like, yeah. how does the mattress game work? Because it obviously works, but like, how the fuck does it work, right? It's one of those things that always intrigues me, like trash. Like, how the how do landfills like take care of all the trash mm-hmm. that we put out? So this is one of them, like mattress returns. Like, how does it work? So it's like it's kind of a random ass topic, but I was like, let me let me talk to you guys about it because it, it intrigues me, and I want to know what you guys think. So do you guys first of all, do you guys own any of these mattresses, no. these Tuft and Needle or not yet? Or but Caspers we did or? stay at an Airbnb with a Casper bed, and we oh, were like, we, we need to get one of these. It. It's dope. Yeah. yeah, it is dope. It's great. Yeah. How much do you think shipping is to ship it back? Well, well, how would you ship it back is kind of like what we're leading to, right? Like, yeah. do you flatten it? That would be so impossible because these, these fuckers right? probably have like crazy machines that like suck the air out. Like, because I mean, it's so hard. The thing when it arrives, dude, it's like a, it's it's just so compact, flat. and it just like becomes a fucking mattress, right? So, uh, what I was reading about it is that number one, it's the mattress industry is a twenty nine billion dollar industry. Mm. Right, mm-hmm. so it's a it's a big ass industry. That's why all of a sudden you just started seeing like Casper, Tuft and Needle, fucking Purple, all these like mattress companies. All of a sudden, direct to consumer, right? Mm-hmm. Mattress companies, which is brilliant. Um, but it's uh, it's a big industry, and it's had a, like an increase in sales apparently of twenty percent from twenty fourteen to twenty nineteen. So like big increase in sales from mattresses. And honestly, I think it's a good thing because I never bought a mattress the old-fashioned way but i just remember when it was time to buy a mattress with my parents and mm-hmm. just like it was cheesy this cheesy salesman and mm-hmm. you have to go somewhere to buy it and test i don't know them out. Test <laughs> them out. so now it's, it's like it's all it's a little bit different now but there's been an increase in sales and um the other things though is that the the mattress uh lords this is calling that the mattress lords they they understand that uh more returns equals more sales right uh because a lot of people return their mattress because they want a firmer one or they want a bigger one or they, they don't necessarily because like you guys have slept on a casper it's badass you know mm-hmm. it's not because it's uncomfortable it's, you want to make some tweaks around it but also all the other companies apparently like uh 
you know, the unique clothes of the world, everybody else who does returns, they understand that if you like are nice to your client and you can be like, yo, like if you didn't like it, give it back. Just take something else. Like, oh, nice. I can do that. And they end up mm -hmm. buying more stuff. Right. right. So that's kind of like the vibe. It's like returns are, are part of our now modern like culture. You know, like, yeah, we like returns are it. Like it's no, it's no, like none of that. Like, oh, final sales are final. Mm -hmm. In the, in the modern day direct to consumer economy, like the, the returns are part of the deal. Right. So, uh, returns have been up to 66%. So they, it's, it's just a weird, weird industry, but I wanted to pick your guys' brain on it. What you guys think about mattress returns? Because you had a question, like, where do they go? How do you get rid of it? And there is, like, these solutions. So you guys don't have a no. mattress. You don't have no. it. We want okay. to get one, for sure. You want to get one. Okay, cool. And you, and you would you would be one of those people that would return it? Because no. I don't know if I would be one I of those. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't yeah. return little stuff at the store. Yeah, it's hard <laughs> for us to be, like... We'll just deal with it. Yeah, you just know? keep it, put it up on Craigslist, fuck it. Yeah. Even food, when you say no cheese or something, it's like, eh, I'm just going to eat it. Like, yeah. I don't want to be that guy. Like, yeah. hey, my order's wrong. Exactly. Why do you think that is, though? Because like, I'm, I'm like that, too, but I know a lot of people that want to create drama, but I'm not like that. Like, is it? Do you guys ever work in the service industry or what? I, no, I did do well, ballet, you did, you did but ballet. I was doing that's a little service. bit of... That's true. Um, I did do a, lot, a little bit of working inside the restaurant when they bought out the restaurant there was no valet so i was actually forced to like serve and stuff oh Just, shit. i was not expecting Jack of that. all trades yeah. okay <laughs> dope but, i don't know but because I, I i know a lot of friends are just the same way as you guys and me like ah, just fuck it i'll just keep it you know what i mean like it, and it's happened too much too much too many hassle, times. Man. yeah so apparently the mattress companies what they do is they uh there's so really interesting there's a startup company called share town which partners up with um mattress companies to take over so for example uh share town what they do is they will partner up with a company like casper for example right and they'll be like yo we're share town uh we're based out of lasf all the big capitals right or big cities and what they do is they they partner up with with a company like Casper, and Casper will offer the free returns. But when that happens, like let's say Adrian calls Casper, like yo, I kind of didn't like my mattress, I want to return it. Okay, cool. You know, it's part of the deal. Casper contacts ShareTown. ShareTown handles the return with you. ShareTown then goes to work and puts the fucking mattress up on Facebook Marketplace, Craigslist, oh. OfferUp. They resell it. And they split the profits with Casper wow. and with the other companies. Yeah. Isn't that nuts? So that's one company. And then there's another company. So for it's example, for everything. I know, dude, that's, <laughs> that's what's crazy. Insane. So that's what's crazy. But I'm like, I'm one of the type of people that I, I don't, I feel weird about buying a used mattress. Oh yeah. yeah. It's kind of weird. You have to buy a new. Company. You know what I mean? No, but like really weird. I know. It's just. So like there's people that, that are cool with that. And I'm just saying out there, if you're looking for a dope mattress, like you might be able to find one on on, on Facebook Marketplace or, or Craigslist that's being resold by. Because the article that I read was this one person who was like just really suspicious of like, why the fuck are all these Casper mattresses like all of just a sudden popping like popping up? <laughs> you know, like so it's this company. And then uh, there's other ways of doing it, too. So like, for example, Tuft and Needle, which is another big, big uh, mattress company. What they do is they partner up with charities. So, like, instead of when they have returns, like, they have, like, 250 charities that they work with and that they'll partner up with to, like, give away. So, there's all these really cool different I things like that, about yeah. it, which is which is interesting. But I feel like, um, I think the myth of, like, holy shit, like, like this mattress, I got to ship it back. I got to roll it up and fucking take it to UPS. I it's you like, have to do it yourself. Yeah, yeah. So like what I'm trying to say is like, if you guys are in the market for a fucking mattress, <laughs> like, and you aren't sure, like just return it. You know, it is true. Like they will take care of it. The article says they do. So I don't know. It's a crazy ass industry though, man. I have to say, right. Like fucking mattress returns. It's like, I, I always wondered how it works. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. So, anyways, mattress returns. <laughs> fucking weird ass topic, dude. But like, it just it caught my attention, man. What can I say? Like, I, I never knew how the how the fuck that shit worked because it is it is a weird one. So this next one's kind of weird, 
but it is pretty cool. Space tourism. What do you guys think about space tourism? Would you guys be one of those people that goes to space? Oh so? yeah. Yeah. I can come back though, right? Because I will not. Yeah, go you to can Mars. come back. You can come back. Because I know, I know. I always ask the question two ways. Like, would you go to space? Yeah. Would you go to Mars and never come back? I have Ooh. some friends. Like for example, Diego, my good my good friend Diego, the chef. He would. He's down to go to Mars, and like kick it over there for a while. I'm just like, bro, how is that possible? Like, you would go to Mars? Like, I, I'm just too committed to Earth right now, to be honest. Like, I like Earth. Me too. You know? I like Earth. But but I'm down for a little space tourism, though. Yeah. What does that entail, know. though? Like, where in space So space tourism going? is pretty lame, to be honest with you. I mean, you just go up in orbit and come back. It's not like you're, oh. like, like in the moon, fucking chilling. I think it would be cool if you could go to the space station for, like, a day. I think that's what it is. And then come back. Yeah, so, like, so what Tesla's doing, or not Tesla, sorry, uh, SpaceX. So SpaceX, this Tuesday, today is uh, Wednesday the 19th, so yesterday. Uh, February 18th, Tesla announced a partnership with a company called Space Adventures. So Space Adventures is one of the, the space tourism companies out there right now. So if you guys know space tourism, Virgin Galactic, Richard Branson's company does space tourism. And, and this company, uh, Space Adventures, does space tourism. They teamed up with Tesla and they announced yesterday that by 2021, they're going to send four private citizens. So aka people like you and I, private <laughs> citizens, non-astronauts up to space. And basically, um, it was a very ambiguous, like they didn't really release any, any details or they just kind of like a hype move more than anything, mm -hmm. you know, but it was like a big deal because it's like, oh shit, because Tesla just announced too that their new, I think it's called a dra SpaceX Dragon is now ready to start going up to, to the International mm -hmm. Space Station. So these fools jumped in and they're like, yo, like, let's put some people in there, bro. Like, let's make some money, you know? So like they contacted uh, Elon, your boy Elon over there. And it's happening. So by 2021, four people. Obviously, prices were not discussed. So who knows how much it's going to fucking be. So people like you and me will not be Probably going. <laughs> not. Probably not yet. Not yet. But I, I don't know, man. I... I'm just thinking, like, would I, if I had the cash, would I go to space? There's what do you, already what do you guys other think? companies out there doing this, right? Where people can. I think so, yeah. Go. It's like 250000 Well, Virgin something. Galactic, I know for sure, because, like, that was the OG, like, Richard Branson's company that, that started doing that shit. And Space Adventures, apparently, is, like, the, the one of the main, main ones. But, like I said, it's just going up, orbiting, and, like, coming back down. It's not I think like. You have to go just to take a picture of the Earth yourself. As a photographer, dude, like, being able to, like, can I bring I know, my camera? I can know. I. Can I take that picture? You know? That's the thing, dude. That's yeah. why I think I would go just to like, because I think from like a philosophical standpoint, like when you're up there and you're just like, dude, like that little shit that I was worrying about doesn't really matter. Mm -hmm. Like to really just, see it, like, you know? Yourself, yeah. So I think like I would want to do it for that. But I'm like, man, dude, that's crazy. Like who would have ever thought that like space tourism would be like a, a thing? And I know it's been talked about for a couple years but it's happening now, 2021. How far do you think we are from, you know, all those shows where they live in a space station on... on Xenon. Like, stuff like that. Like how far do you think that. we're from that? Like, 300 years, 200 years? Maybe not that much. Not that long, I feel. I mean, the way things are going and what I keep hearing about, like, yeah, Antarctica's ice is melting and all shit, like, man, maybe, maybe we might need to get the fuck out <laughs> sooner <laughs> than later, but but I don't know, man. I mean, um, I, 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 I don't know if I dreamt this or actually it happened but i i thought i heard this thing uh because i see so much headline shit dude but like um china is apparently trying to like build a little like station up on the moon that's like livable and stuff like that for somebody to like live on the moon i could be totally wrong seriously if people are listening right now fact check me but uh but yeah dude i think i think we're not too far away i think 300 years is a long time i think we're we're gonna be probably a little bit sooner than later gonna be doing stuff like that i mean isn't isn't there like a a mission to go to mars soon with people in it mm -hmm. Very I, th soon. I thought like i don't know i thought like somebody's going to mars soon. it's gonna happen in our lifetime yeah Damn. it's gonna be nuts dude it's gonna be nuts we're actually gonna witness that shit so spacex uh space adventures partnering up on some um travel to mars or not to mars to space to go to the space station i'd be down yeah. Have the you, money. Yeah. I, if I would have I mean, the money, yeah. I'd be down. I'd be down to go. But I want to come back. Yeah. I don't want to oh, stay up there. Sure. Fuck that. I need to come back and, and drive a Porsche and, and, and eat some tacos and shit. I don't want to be eating that space food, bro, and shitting out of a fucking <laughs> tube in <laughs> outer space. You know what I mean? 
Fuck that. All right, guys. So uh, that was Soda Mesa. Cheers. Good stuff. Salud. We're, gonna, we're, we're drinking some Topo today. Shout out to Topo Chico. And uh, right now we're going to talk about the debrief. And I guess I got I'm, I'm curious to know what's what's going on with Futures Past because you guys are making moves. I see you. I, I see you guys making moves and, and, and getting your podcasts and switching offices and stuff. So I'm going to flip it back to you guys and just kind of tell me what's going on with Futures Past and what can we expect this year? Any cool happenings that are that are taking place? What's Gucci? Started. You want me to take the lead? What's okay. Gucci? Um, well, as of a week ago, we have officially moved into our new Futures Pass headquarters. It's a 1600 square foot space. It is like just this beautiful, like blank canvas. How did you guys find it? Oh, that was so interesting. So for those who don't know, we went through two different spaces just in the last year alone. Um... While we were at our second space for about a month and two days, right? Yeah. Uh, It just didn't fit our needs. There was so much just work to be done still, and we knew it would be a hefty investment on our end if we wanted to treat it, if we wanted to get AC, all that stuff. And we just figured, I'm sure we could find a bigger space and something that's not so close to the freeway so that when we film or record podcasts, you won't be able to hear that like yeah, your last office was literally yeah. like right there like you yeah. can yeah, see the freeway like it's <laughs> you're practically on it you and get the douchebag on the party every time yeah. yeah so it was really hard to record and just like create out of there so we kept our options open and we started looking at spaces a friend sent us this link to a space and we we're like to be honest we weren't even open to checking it out we we're like we we're gonna we have to like stay here because it's like central it's in the community like we could make this happen we'll just invest and then like one day at the gym i was just like i want to check it out <laughs> yeah. i actually did check out one in mission valley oh, that's yeah. the thing i was so confused because i thought you guys were in mission valley dude i was like dude they're and then right now when you said national city i was like oh fuck right i'm totally out and chick-fil-a walking distance so beautiful <laughs> you're you're close to pitbull audio too which is where i pick up a lot of my, yeah, right. my audio stuff yeah, yeah. it's right yeah. across the street shout out to yeah. pitbull audio if you're listening they're they're dope as fuck this is where i picked up this right here <laughs> yeah they're legit so nice so you move new office vibes are good oh Everything. so good we like settled in so quickly we moved pretty much in like three hours we got a 16 foot truck god damn three and hour move mm-hmm. how many hands or how many three? people just the three of us we just Starting like loaded company. everything in and we were just like we just gotta go and <laughs> all of the rest. that's nice yeah so um I, I think within the first day being in it just felt like home it was it wasn't like the other one the other one i think we were forcing it to be home mm-hmm. we saw the potential but it was just gonna be months from now and then yeah. this one it was just Got three keys and also, Hannah, its car yeah. can't get up the ramp, dude. I know. I read yeah. your post right yeah, there. That like, shit uh, was gnarly. This car can't make it up. Like, oh my, my dreams are shattered. Yeah, because <laughs> even your Porsche, your yeah. future Porsche, won't be able to make it up. Yeah, right? So this one, I can actually leave mine there overnight. Just have when I get it. That's that's where it's gonna live. Yeah. You know? But what what else did I miss? So the, the place is that's your that's your HQ for like a lot of stuff. Like yeah. not just like your office but you record stuff you're doing events there yeah, we do more than we do more than just filming and product photo shoots and all that we we want to have a space like the other one where the first one we had where we can have small events people art show like knit he's going to be doing his art show there later this year mm. i get to do my first solo show there and, and it just has two three big walls of just white open space for photography I like you guys brought anything. it back to south bay too man yeah national yeah. city seems like a not only like a like a up-and-coming place but i know for you guys both you grew up in south bay correct mm-hmm. yeah like it's just it feels a little more connected to our communities that we grew up with right yeah Absolutely. like it's, it's more like it's, home yeah i love that area man i have to say because you're so connected to downtown still it's like literally like a five minute drive yeah. right like yeah. you can be here in five minutes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, without taking parking into consideration and shit. <laughs> but it, it is pretty quick and you're also like in 15 minutes or 10 you can be in tj which that's is true, the other yeah. crazy ass that's thing that's true yeah and be in mexico we're closer to home you know so mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that's dope. Yeah. That's dope. So uh, events, anything you guys got planned right now to to kind of kick off? Are you guys having like a housewarming or office we're warming party? We're still planning that. Yeah. Okay. We're still okay. planning, but it has to happen soon. There's a lot of things I think we have just like in the pipeline aside from production stuff. Like I feel like our calendar is filled with just meetings and like shooting. We actually shot our first thing in the studio. We created our set for a client. She wanted like a black backdrop. I think I saw that, yeah. Like three point lighting. We had um, our Z cam set up and then it was just really cool, you know? What's up with that Z cam, guys? Ooh. Talk about that Z cam. Was you guys hyped it up on your feet? I've never seen that shit, but it looks mm-hmm. so dope. What's up with that Z cam? So it's dude? a Chinese brand, but our friend, uh, our partner Mark wanted to give it a shot. We actually sold the Black Magic 4K to get this. <laughs> when we took it out of the box, <laughs> it's this small. It's so tiny. Yeah, it's tiny, like, dude. It's like a, a cube. It's like a yeah, little cube, it's right? It's so small, but it's supposed to be really good. We've we've only done one shoot with it, and he started color grading, and he's like, "Yo, it's a." He said, "If Red and Canon had a baby, this is the outcome." Wow. Mm-hmm. And it's not. It's under two thousand dollars. It shoots 4K 160. Like, it's supposed to be really, really good. But a lot of people. You know, because it's not a known brand or it's Chinese, they're like, ah, they, they kind of stay away with, from away from it. But a lot of people are starting to really like check it out because they're about to drop. I think it's already an 8K. They have a God 6K, damn. and they're all relatively pretty cheap. Okay, yeah. so, so we're Z-Cams excited to, to use go. that. Yeah, dope. Gotta gotta try new stuff. Yeah, dude. Of course, of course. So good stuff, man. I'm I'm glad you guys are in that new office. And what about coffee and and. Uh, combos uh podcast what's 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 uh, what's good with the podcast because you got to shout it out too because you guys are making big moves on that i know like part of futures past is like that's the agency but you guys also mm-hmm. have some other side projects or side hustles yeah. that you guys got mm-hmm. that are under the umbrella yes. and, and the, the, the main project one. coming out so what's yeah. up with that oh i'm so excited so Here's a few things. What I love about Futures Pass is that like we're three different team members and we each have different passions, you know, for Adrian, it's photography and his like latest thing, Mindset Monday. And for yeah, me, it is really good. it's coffee and convos. And that's been like my passion since like 2015 when I would first invite people for coffee and just like, hey, I want to like learn about your story. I would have my moleskin there be like writing down like whatever like just attracted me and what inspired me so I could share it. And like 2019 was a really rough year for me, just mentally, because starting this business, especially with my partner, who's also like my boyfriend, Mm -hmm. just that transition alone was hard. And then also like just building this business together, right? Because like we had to go all in, like we sacrificed so much. We lost a lot of friendships. And I also sacrificed my time like doing coffee and combos because I couldn't spend that time like just half-assing it. Even if I wanted to record any podcast or like meet with anybody or throw an event, I couldn't do it. So like end of end of 2019, I was just like, I need I need to do it. I don't care what we need to do. We didn't have any more like we we barely had enough to get by for like 2020. But I was just like, I'm going to invest in the roadcaster and like just get something so I could just record because yeah. like I knew that was like missing. And that was something that I was like, I need this in my life. Just mm-hmm. like Ian needs photography. Adrian needs photography. I need <laughs> I need to podcast. I need to like chat with people like that's that's what fuels me. That's what fills up my cup. So like 2020, I just hit the ground running and I was like, you know what? I'm going to bring it back. I'm going to bring it back every single Monday. I don't care if That's I don't dope. have a guest. I'm going to have a solo episode. Like this lot, you, you did a solo one recently, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. I love that because mm-hmm. it's like, you're like, fuck it. I got to commit to the grind. Like I said, I'm going to mm-hmm. do it every Monday and it's got to happen. That happened to me last week with, with, uh, with my podcast in LA. I had to reschedule one of my guests and I was already like, planning to go to LA I was like fuck what do I do I gotta get this shit out on Friday Mm -hmm. so I hit up some homies in LA who I hadn't spoken to in a couple years and it was a coast to coast the last week it was it was it it was great it was it was Mm -hmm. was fun man and I was just like dude just adapting on the go and just like getting just making it happen every Friday every Monday for you I think is is dope so I I I commend you on the pod I love (laughs) it um I think you know you guys are both just with with Ian's or, or Adrian, sorry. It's uh, a- Adrian, uh, so I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna be this very transparent podcast. Ian 
slash Adrian is going through what I went through back in middle school, like what I call a, a, a an identity rebrand, bro. Because yeah. <laughs> like I used to be uh, Gibran and then I went to Gibran because my freaking Spanish teacher in eighth grade just ripped me a new one in front of everybody. Like, geez, are in Spanish are supposed to be pronounced with a... I was like, fuck, everybody in my family has been pronouncing my name wrong. So, like, I went through a little rebrand myself. So, I, I you know, I, I respect G, right? your rebrand. Yeah, now, now I just go by G, dude. Yeah. Fuck it. But uh, but Adrian's doing his Motivation Mondays, right? Mindset Mondays. Mindset Mondays. Yeah. And I like that shit. Like, I, I've been watching the last two. And you stepped it up because now you're like, you have a different... It just looks crisper, dude. What well, are you I, doing I with started- it now? I started with my phone. I would just sit there for like three minutes and talk why. and like, oh, blah, 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 blah. And then I realized like, all right. Now you're using a really Chinese 8K like, camera, dude. <laughs> no, shit. I'm still using my <laughs> Canon. But um, I started thinking like, all right, last year I was doing my coffee videos every morning. So that was a little too hard. I only did like 17 days. That was like way too much. For the whole year. Yeah, I, I kind of started and like after a month, I'm like, this is just too much. I was doing a video. Because from, from, from an operation standpoint, it's like you record you edit on the day of and like it's a what's the turnaround time on that on my coffee videos by 9 a.m i had it on instagram and it was just edited i would shoot bureau of me making coffee so basically you guys got to hire ian if you guys got some turnaround time <laughs> <laughs> this kid fucking edits quick man he's good if i have to honestly yeah, it's there and then so with the mindset monday i started doing it on my phone for like um just talking and i was like all right i i need to use my camera i want to shoot i want to give my uh, give me a reason to shoot more stuff bureau so it's kind of like combine both, just me making coffee or whatever. Um, and for this new video, Nit was coming to the studio and I was like, ooh, it would be a perfect shot if I set up the camera and just have him roll up the, with the car. Yeah. And just kind of like, I filmed our friend um, putting the paintings up and I kind of just use that bureau. I have no plans for any Mindset Monday. I kind of just record when I feel right. Um, but this time I was like, all right, I have all the equipment. Why not do some lighting? Why not do the boom mic? Why not, you know, kind of just, why not? Just, it's you know? stepped up for <laughs> yeah. sure this year, dude. The last two have been like crisp and like er- the color just looks great. Like everything about it, bro. Like I can tell. Thank you. Man. And only that, like, like the content, the actual message is great. You know, so you guys got to check it out. It's, it's man, only yeah. on IGTV right now, right? IGTV and YouTube. I'm putting YouTube. them on YouTube as well. Yeah. All right. Nice. So there you go, guys. Futures Pass is killing it. They don't just got the agency. You guys can hire them out for, for cool shit, but they also like have their pod motivation or Mindset Monday. Sorry. And uh, hopefully some events soon that we can attend. Maybe yeah. like a long play collab. I don't know. That'd something something yeah, over there. Be you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Put a car inside. Yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah. We'll, we'll roll up with the... Uh, with uh, the Subaru, dude. I have to put a Subaru in for now, but you know, one of these days. I think that, my yeah. dream car, like your your Porsche, for me is now like because I've always been an M3 fan myself. Like that's my dream car. But the last couple of years, I've been like, you know, I think a Tesla for me is like moving forward. I think that's kind of like what I'm working towards, like at some point. And I'm like trying to go like all out with the Roadster, just mm-hmm. like a Model Three, dude. Just give me that. But I'm, I'm really in love what with color? my Subaru, man. What color would you get? White. White on white? White and black uh, rims. So I would do white on white, or white, white just black rims and just white with like black touches. Or I would go totally like like murdered out black, but matte black. Ooh, I know sick. someone that has a black Model X, black on black on black, like matte black. He yeah. owns a detail shop, so the day he got it, he got it wrapped. And- Looks sick. Dude, it's sick. And they actually, I had the chance of driving a Tesla for the first time recently. Um, and also just a, a plug as well for like just anybody that's going from SD to, to LA. Uh, there's a service called Test Loop. Mm-hmm. So recently I flew it. out of, of LAX and instead of taking the train, which would have cost me like 40 bucks to get up and then a freaking $60 Uber ride to LAX. I took this thing called Test Loop, which you pick up the Tesla in Fashion Valley, San Diego. And you select if you want a Model 3, a Model S, or Model X. And it was me, my mom, and my niece. We flew up. Uh, we went up to LAX to take a flight. Paid 54 bucks one way. All three of you guys? All three of us wow. in the Tesla. And dropped it off like a 15, 10-minute drive from LAX. Ubered like a $10 Uber. So you drive it yourself up yeah. there? Wow. Yeah, dude. And I put the autopilot and I fucking That's stepped on it. Cool. That shit, that shit's crazy. And it wasn't even like a top of the line model or anything like that, dude. But it's it's a it's a really cool car. I understand why like Tesla people love Tesla so much. So 
All right, guys. So anyways, uh, we're going to end up the show as we always do with our last segment, which is called Last Great Meal, Last Great LP. And uh, this is one of my favorite ones because I always like to to see what's up. And honestly, like in the last couple pods that I've been chatting with people about their last greatest records and stuff, like I, I the playlists that are happening because of the pod are just sick. So I'm thinking of a way of creating like a playlist to share Ooh. with people of the music. Uh, for example, Bradford's like Weevil, man. Fuck, dude, that shit was so dope. Like, really, really good. Shout out to Bradford for giving that record. From that was like yeah. a couple years ago, like 2002 well, or something. Well, this or album. What guess was that? No, Bradford. Bradford Lynn. But that wasn't that was him, right? The one where he heard some music from like an album that was from like 2004 or something. I think so. Well, this the one that he recommended was a 2019 release, okay. but the brand the band has been around for a minute. Weevil. Okay. But uh, a lot of good stuff, like just our guest music is is dope. So let's start off with you guys uh, on this side over here. Like, what are you guys listening to? Like last great full LP, like full record that you listened to and like the last great meal that you guys ate. It can be individual or if you guys, because I know you guys are, are a couple. So maybe you guys had <laughs> this meal together. Uh, <laughs> tell me what's up. Uh, the record for me is Nicola Di Bari. It's uh, he's an Italian artist. And it's one of the records that I play a lot, front and back. I just flip it over um, at the studio, and it's the one that I usually like cook lunch with. Or what kind of music is it? It's um, what would you call it? Nicolo uh, Di Bari. He's he sings in both Spanish and Italian. Yeah, he's like one of Italian Italy's like biggest like. It's it's like sexy. Like smooth, I don't know. Like it's like smooth music. Okay, know. but is it is it like is it fairly new or is it old? No, he's it's so like fucking old. old. I grew yeah? up, okay. like, yeah. My dad would listen to when I was a kid, and that's where I heard it. Okay, so it's like from the seventies and the eighties. Okay, the the record I bought, I bought in uh, the record store in North Park, I, I believe, for like three yeah. bucks, and it's like it's so awesome. Nice. Um, I have it in my dad's truck that I'm borrowing from him. He has the CD there with the greatest hits. I'm I like, think I listened to it nonstop. once with you, man. Yeah, I think I told you about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I was yeah. Like, Yo, that's, that's it is my dope. Record. It is dope. Yeah. It is sexy as fuck, though. <laughs> it <laughs> is. It really is. I remember it now. It's a mood. For yeah, sure. it is. It is. All right, dope. What about Last Great Meal? <sighs> I think it's something that you just can't get out of your head, dude, that you ate. It's going to be a while. <laughs> All right, we'll come back to you. Yeah, we'll come, come back, back to you. Think, think about it. Think about it. Because I know there's a lot of good stuff you've been eating lately. I've been eating a lot of tacos. A little, little Chick-fil-A or what? No, <laughs> in and out Chick-fil-A, yeah. What about you, Alyssa? Last last great record that you popped in, uh, listened front to back. I love Divine Feminine. Divine by Feminine. By Mac Miller. Okay. Um, that album alone means a lot to me because I listened to it while I was on my solo New York trip. That was in 2016 when it came out. Mm -hmm. And then, like, it took me forever to find the vinyl. So when I finally got it, I was like, oh, my God, I'm never going to take it off. And, like, I fucking love it. Nice. I haven't listened to that. I'm going to have to listen to it. Is it, um, like, one of those, like, his first records he came out with? Or? Um, It was the one right before Swimming. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. So that was, it's definitely a different sound because whenever I would tell, like, Adrian to listen to it at the time, he's like, it's not the same. It's not the same. But it's a very, it's very slow. It was oh, like I want to okay, say okay, okay. because Ariana Grande is on that album, mm. so I'm assuming that like he was influenced by their relationship at the time because they were together, and so like the sound is completely different from his like first original, like first few albums okay. and EPs. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. What about Last Great Meal? Ooh, you can't take this one. Okay, I'm just kidding. You're gonna, Even you're gonna <laughs> do the one in uh, yeah. Costa Mesa. Oh, that's a good one. Ooh. I feel like it might be wait, that wait, one. what is this? Okay. What is this? Oh, what was it called? It was connected to Thunder King Coffee. It's a... I think it's called, like, Social... It's called so, Just Social. So, yeah. Just Social. Social. Restaurant. Waffles, in Costa Mesa. Waffles and chicken. It was, we got chicken and waffles, and then... What'd you get? Wait a minute. Are you guys, are you guys bundling this up now? I, Wait, I feel like... Might, yeah. Uh, okay, there's two I meals that I think, but this one okay, in okay. particular... I got potatoes yeah. with with bacon and and eggs mixed but it, it was, was like, like a, different a hash or something yeah it was like it was different but it was really really good and it she got different. waffles okay waffles dude the chicken however chicken. they breaded that shit and it was like fried perfectly they gave you this like delicious was it sauce. was it chicken with bone or was it boneless oh without 
Boneless? Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Boneless is the way to go. Yeah. I'm, for I'm, sure. I'm, on I'm chicken a, and waffles, it's like so tricky to eat if there is bone yeah. in Yeah. Yeah. That's I never had it because of that specific reason. Because I'm like anti bone, dude. Like when it comes to chicken, I'm like anti bone, dude. <laughs> I don't fuck out. with the bones, <laughs> man. Boneless wings, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah people boneless. are like, no, you have to get the you have to get it with the bones. Like sometimes you just want to use a fork. <laughs> exactly. Dude, like, and, and honestly, I admire those people that leave like chicken bones like fucking pristine. It's like my, my nephew does that, dude. I just I I'm like, dude, how the fuck do you do that? bro like mm-hmm. i admire that like it's like an art like just leaving the bone like just just with nothing but a bone dude yeah that's nuts <laughs> i always leave my chicken with bone like if i if i do fuck with the bone like i'll i'll suck i suck at it dude i'm not good so it's, it's boneless, it's boneless. Hey, you boneless that. yeah my grandma crispy. used to fucking give me shit about that really really good like i highly recommend it i was just like we're coming back to costa mesa just for this yeah we ate there after we went to a carson coffee so Oh, nice. That was that was the, the, it was like a it's high-end a, cars uh, event, right? So period that correct. Was period correct. It's a brand, and okay. it's influenced by, by the car culture and stuff. Dope, dope. Cool. I love how you guys are really involved in car culture, because you guys just know about shit that I would never know about, but I'm curious about, because I, but I'm not into that stuff. You gotta hang out more, man. Dude, you I gotta get I, a Beamer again. Dude, dude, I remember that I had the 2002, uh, 1969. You gotta get d- another one or get a E30, E30 M3. <sighs> dude, that's the one Ooh, car I will like, I've always like, but it, it went to really good hands. Like the, the guy who bought it, um, w- he still sends me pictures of the car, which I Aww. love. He's like, we're cool. connected. He's like, yo, this is what I, and, I, and honestly, I'm just like, fuck, bro. Like, stop, stop doing brag. this shit, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah. It hurts you because at the beginning, <laughs> at the beginning, it was just like, it was like, oh yeah, it still looks a little shitty, you know, but now it's like all sick as fuck and he's got it all decked out. <laughs> it's a beautiful car, dude. So, uh, all right, cool. So, uh, got your records. We're going to, we're going to link those out at the end. And, um, can we say one more? Yeah, food? absolutely. Absolutely. Go for I it. I feel like that was shared. Always enough. Food. Okay. So there's this pizza spot called Joe and Ernie's. Oh, I forgot about it. Where, where's that? Here in San Diego? This is in Chula Vista. Ooh. So on East Lake, right across like that Target. So they Target. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So yeah. they have a gluten free crust. And vegan cheese. And vegan cheese. That's the one that's right next to Subway, right? It's yeah. Like, yeah. That, okay, okay, okay. Bro, game changing. Really? You went there twice the same day. Literally. Gluten free crust and vegan cheese. Mm-hmm. I'm, I've never I don't I don't think I've ever it sounds funky the vegan as cheese. fuck, yeah. dude. But like for real it's bomb? They, they did it right. Yeah. Bomb as fuck. Good. They have regular stuff too, but you can. Those are options. Yeah. Also, Good. another plug: Elevation Eating. She does like these really dope spreads. We went to an event last night, and I wish we came earlier so we could eat more food. But she does these. You know how like people do like meat and cheese boards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. She does like cheese boards, fruit, and stuff like that. Everything's plant based, but like it's fucking incredible. She made this like vegan pimento cheese. She needs Game to sell that. Dude, how does vegan cheese work? I know it's like cashews no or something, idea. right? Mm-hmm. Some kind know. of nut. Curious, curious. And you know what? Like as I get older, I I kind of like. I mean, I love my cheeses, but also like I'm just trying to stay away from them if it's too late at night or something. <laughs> it's just like this shit fucks me up, bro. Like cheese is like evil. It's good, but it's like it's kind of evil at the same time. Somebody has to do a vegan cheese platter with. Regular meat, you know, just, oh my God. just the cheese. Vegan blue cheese, bro. Then then you'll get yeah. me with the vegan blue and, cheese. And gluten-free <laughs> crackers, because some of us are gluten-free. Yeah. Nice. All right, so my, my last record, uh, I'll start off with record. My last record was Tame Impala. Tame oh, Impala. Oh, I saw one. you picked that up, man. Yeah. It's such a good fucking it's album. It's good. It's good. I love it. Slow Rush. Uh, it, it adds to... I'm trying to collect all of the Tame Impala vinyl records. You have two um, right now. Right now I have two, and I and I've been. I always see Lonerism like where at a, a lot of record shops. I'm just holding off on getting it, and that that album probably is the most significant one for me, Lonerism. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, I picked up uh, Slow Rush at Amoeba Records last week before I left uh, L.A. And it's good. It's good. So I'm gonna be dropping some of those tracks on the next pop up, uh, long play pop up. Yeah, I'm gonna. I've got my my tracks already. And it's a beautiful uh, vinyl record. It's two different uh, vinyls one's red one's blue um beautiful just beautiful work and also the the album itself is has a really like socal sound to it like an la sound so it was really good and last great meal honestly is not really even a meal dude it's it's just something that i'm obsessed with which is like if you know me well you'll know that i'm like there's two things that i'm always on the search actually three things that i'm always searching for when i go to new cities and stuff 
in the U.S., not in mm-hmm. Europe or anywhere else. It's like burgers, breakfast tacos, fries. Well, no, that oh. that's very that's that's a very unique one. But like uh, burgers, fries, and uh, salt and vinegar chips, dude. If I Ooh. if I go to like a supermarket, and I'm like I see a brand of salt and vinegar chips that I've never tried. I'm like, oh, I gotta try. I just I'll pick it up just because I gotta try it. You know, I'm always on the hunt for the best salt and vinegar chips. But here in San Diego, I'm always on the hunt for like the best French fries. Because one of my things is like I like to go to bars and just order a beer and French fries, and you that's ever my get thing. Sweet potato fries. I, I have gotten those, but I have to say I still am more of like a French fry, like normal fry kind of guy. <laughs> but dude, the fries at uh, Zinke Cafe over in Little Italy. So Zinke is out of LA. They just opened up a restaurant here in Little Italy. I like their fries and they're little like, not shoestring, but they're thin. They're not like thick. And they have the happy hour, dude. So like I, I've, been, I've been hitting that happy yeah, hour. Honey. Just Damn. for the fries, like I'll go and I'll get the fries for four bucks and get a beer. And Danny, my, my good friend Danny here, you go, you you tried the fries the other day, Danny. You know what's up? He gonna stop eating them. Thumbs we had, up, we had huh? to get two because nice. they were so good. But they're good <laughs> fries. So I, not a meal, but just shout out to Zinke because those fries are bomb. And honestly, like I'm 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 kind of really obsessed with those fries right now. I'm like I'm gonna have to go back later like on to go eat fries right Zinke. Now. That's actually the the meeting spot for our next uh, book club event. So. Yeah. LP book club. Yeah, the LP book club. So, right, anyways, guys, thanks a lot for your time today. I appreciate it. We're coming to the end of the show. Anything else you guys want to plug in before we we say bye to to the guests, to the listeners? Where can they find you guys at? Maybe the websites and socials and all that good stuff. Yeah, follow us on Instagram. It's uh, at futurespast.co. Um, and then my Instagram is fides rex, and that's f i d e s dot r e x. I thought it was underscore. Oh yeah, it's underscore. <laughs> f i d e s underscore. Right, we're gonna link it out. Yeah. Make sure you guys get that <laughs> shit right. Dope, dope. And Alyssa. Yes. Um, in addition to Futures Past, our website is also futurespast.co. You can find me at Alyssa Mopia or Coffee and Combos. Dope. Dope. Yay. All right, guys. Thanks Say a lot hi. for coming by today. We really appreciate it. When I say we, I, I appreciate it. <laughs> we have it. a whole audience. We, we got an audience here. today, we, though. We got an audience cool. today in, in the room. Um, you know, we got we got the the fam over here on on the right, uh, hanging out. So um, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna put this out on Friday and hopefully have you guys back on again as guests. Looking forward to seeing all the cool stuff you guys are going to be doing this year. I'm very proud of you guys. I have to say that all the shit you guys are doing. So shout out to Futures Past. Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks for having us, man. Yeah. Thank you. All right, guys. Yeah. Tune in next week. Ciao.